So let's get one thing straight. Many Christians, many people will say, well, you have to fear God. And depending on what their heart is and if they're filled with Holy Spirit, you have to ask yourself, what does fear have to do with living an abundant life versus fear and living a life in bondage? See, to make this clear, to get this straight, and this is far greater than anything that we can talk about the subject of fear. Fear of God is the idea of living in respect, in reverence to what God has done in His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So you're in awe of what Jesus Christ our Lord did on the cross, what He paid for, what He continues to do within us because Jesus lives in our heart. And it's also the submission to God through His Holy Spirit in what God wants to do in our lives to love and honor Him in Jesus Christ. So this entire fear of God is more of in a relationship of reverence, of honor, of love, of joy, of peace, of happiness. That fear of God produces that fruit in which Holy Spirit helps us live the abundant life that Jesus Christ promised us. So then what is the opposite of that fear? Well see, fear that the enemy tries to put in our mind is so that we may renew our thinking, ourselves, our mind in this world. The enemy wants nothing more than for you not to renew your mind in God and who you are in Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ did and how amazing and how loving our Father is to nail His only Son on the cross to die for you knowing that Jesus conquered this world in perfection that there's nothing lacking and that your affirmation now becomes none of that it becomes self-loathing it becomes I just renewed myself in my situation and my circumstance in my problem so now the enemy has you functioning in pride because what whether it was intentional or unintentional I pray that Holy Spirit ministers to your heart in such a way but all I'm getting at is that when that happens when that takes place what we are doing is renewing our mind in this world and this world circumstance this worldly solution everything of this world and now I become the idol I become bigger than God because now I'm filled with this pride now I know you may say well brother Joey I'm praying I'm asking God I'm I'm telling God every every moment every time I'm telling him this has to be taken care of this has to be you brother sister hear my heart and the anointing behind this message is that there is fear that consumes you where even your prayers may sound like a clanging cymbal because your heart is so filled with the enemy's fear. 
And the enemy wants nothing more to take you in pride and to have you in that state of mind of self-loathing of your own dead works. See, the difference is, is that when we plead the blood of Jesus Christ, when we say, Holy Spirit, I surrender this situation. I don't want to be afraid anymore. I'm tired of fearing this thing. Holy Spirit, change me because I died with Christ and I live a resurrected life because I have the same Spirit. Holy Spirit, forgive me. When you ask for forgiveness from our Father, oh my goodness, He already forgiven you before you even finish asking. Praise God. See, the enemy knows that his time is up. And the enemy is the one that's actually living in fear. So the enemy wants nothing more than to cast his sin on you. The enemy wants nothing more than to cast his thoughts on you. The reason why is that he wants you so consumed in his hell. In his eternal damnation. He wants you consumed with that, thinking that, you have to carry that burden. You have to carry that weight. You have to live in fear, which we know that the Word of God says that God does not give us a spirit of fear, that that is from the pit of hell. So when He casts this sin on you, His pride is on you so that condemnation now starts coming in like waves, right? That condemnation comes in, you start feeling all the guilt, all the shame. You know, whatever that fear is, you just start, you know, it becomes, it becomes so big to you that that right now is your center point, your biggest focus. What if? How? What about? What are we going to do? And you're crying out for help, but as you're crying out for help, you and I both know that it's just a matter of, being caught up in the sin and dead works rather than pleading the blood of Jesus Christ taking a step back and allowing Holy Spirit to be in the role that God always wanted him to be see the truth of everything is Jesus Christ bore everything on the cross if that's anything that we can take away from this is that whenever we are confronted with something, whenever we have a tormenting thought, whenever we come across a situation or circumstance where it looks really, really bleak, it looks like there is no hope, it looks like, I beg you, because I guarantee you, Holy Spirit will remind you of what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did and how He paid the price in His faith and freed us from all that. The enemy wants nothing more than for you to be separated from God and focused on your problem and situation. The enemy wants to fuel the fear so that he can stop you from reaching the potential God has for you. So you ask yourself, what does fear produce? Hear me now. Fear can produce faith. Yes, I said it. Fear can produce faith. 
Fear also can produce pride. Without Holy Spirit, you are subjected to misguided fear. You see, misguided fear motivates the flesh. All it is is just prideful dead works. Whether it's in religious works of idolatry or empty prayers to a false god or to blowing up a Times Square, killing a bunch of innocent people or sitting in church with no Holy Spirit and trusting in your own understanding of who God is and who Jesus Christ is yet wondering why you're not overcoming this fear or obligation to do certain works and that cycle just keeps on going and keeps on going because the enemy has you so confused and so consumed and has fear in your heart and you don't have Holy Spirit in you to overcome this So now let's talk about our absolute truth. We're talking about strictly for you and I. Jesus Christ is our Lord and our Savior. He lives in our heart and we are sealed with Holy Spirit. We are overflowing in Holy Spirit. So we are in faith. We live in Christ. Christ lives in us. So when you're in faith, fear now is grafted upon you in these situations. Fear is grafted upon you. So hear me. Jesus Christ said he is divine and we are the branches. So even as a branch, if you have fear that is engrafted on you, as long as you're in the vine of Christ Jesus, you will produce outstanding, extraordinary, delicious fruit. There's no other better way to say it. You look at the story of Noah, and we all know the story of Noah, obviously, of course. However, it started saying that, by faith, Noah, by faith, Noah. So Noah already knowing who he is in God, knowing Holy Spirit, he takes this fear of he knows what is to come, and that fear was the fuel to produce such godly faith that it took 120 years to build the ark I would get discouraged after six months myself 120 years so you can't tell me that fear cannot produce faith I mean the word itself says it in Hebrews 11:7, that by faith Noah by faith Noah so I want this to be personal as we do with all of our affirmations our relationship with God and allowing Holy Spirit to minister to us I want you to use your name when we say that by faith say your name by faith by faith in Jesus Christ I because it's not going to take you 120 years to overcome your situation the reason why is because by the grace and mercy of God Jesus Christ already come and conquered death grave the hell he took the keys we resurrected with him 
It's already finished. It's already done. Holy Spirit now is doing all the work. So I encourage you that as we make these affirmations, as we allow Holy Spirit to minister to us in what Brother Noah did with the ark, and how when we are in Jesus Christ, when fear tries to attack us, when those thoughts come, immediately the renewal of our mind is, Jesus Christ, you are Lord. Father, thank you so much that you love me, that you gave me your only begotten Son. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for being so perfect. Thank you in everything that you've accomplished, fulfilled everything. To the satisfaction of our Heavenly Father, which gave me salvation, gave me eternal life, continues to wash me clean, continues to sanctify me by your blood. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are my helper. That we are one. That God is a spirit and you reveal to me the deepest parts of God. That I know God. I know Him. So when you continue to make these affirmations and you know. So my point is when the fear comes, all the fear does is ignite your faith in Christ. It ignites Holy Spirit to go and do. You're no longer in a state of mind where, what am I going to do? So we're reminded in John 15 verse 5, Jesus Christ my Lord says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Beloved, what this tells me is that as long as we're in Jesus Christ our Lord, as long as we are grafted in Christ, as long as we're obedient to Holy Spirit and allowing Holy Spirit to be in complete control of our lives, that no matter what tries to attach itself to me, that no matter what tries to be grafted in me, whether it's something that I am facing, whether it's something unintentional that I open myself up to, whatever it is that tries to come up beside me, because I am in Jesus Christ, Christ will overcome as he has over death, hell, and the grave. Beloved, hear me when I say this, because Holy Spirit has anointed this to minister to you in such a great way. The Holy Spirit will overtake you and flood you in such a way that the love, the joy, the peace, the agape love of God will flood your hearts. Because when this fear tries to attack you, because you are in Jesus Christ, the fruit that it will bear in your situation is glory to God. God will be glorified because the situation that you're in, you will experience His goodness, His mercy, His grace, His love, His favor, His breakthrough. What the enemy intended to do harm, to do bad, to steal, kill, and destroy with this fear, God will rebuke the devourer in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit will take control of your situation and you won't be in the flesh. Supernatural power, strength, the action from God, faith works, will be working within you to overcome that situation. Beloved, I, I cannot stress enough the importance of this. Christ said it right here in John 15, 5. 
as long as you are in me that's what Jesus is saying you belong to me as long as you are obedient to my Holy Spirit and my Holy Spirit is in charge I got you but the enemy wants nothing more than for you to feel otherwise the enemy wants you to feel that you have been abandoned you're an orphan but beloved God didn't move God never moves. We belong to Him. But He's so merciful that He'll allow you to make your own decisions because we have our own will. God is a true God that loves us so much that we can't even comprehend how much He loves us. We can't. And I stress to you, that when you continue to renew your mind, fixing your eyes on Christ, knowing I am beloved, knowing what I am because Christ lives in me and Holy Spirit is in me and is in charge, praise God, what that does is it brings a whole nother dimension of God's love, of God's favor. You've heard me say this many, many times. God is multidimensional. We are stuck in this three-dimensional world, but God is so multi-dimensional. It's amazing how His goodness and mercy surrounds us always. Beloved, in Hebrews 11 verse 7, as we know, by faith Noah, by faith Joey, by faith, you say your name. Affirm that right now in your spirit, in your soul, by faith. There's two choices, whether we are moved with fear, as the Word of God says how Noah was not only inspired, but he moved with fear, the fear of God in reverence, in awe of God's glory, of His favor, of His love, of His magnificence, of His beauty, of His splendor. That's where we're at with Christ, with our Lord and our Savior, just in awe, having the fear of God, that He loves us that much to offer His only begotten Son as a sacrifice to make us one with Him. To be moved with fear. To be moved with fear to fight. To fight in your circumstance, in your situation, in this thing that's trying to torment you. Trying to haunt you. Trying to mock you. To be moved with fear to fight. Because Holy Spirit is the one fighting. It's not us. Beloved, it is not us. It's a choice we must make. But it's not us. It's Holy Spirit fighting. Or, or, will you choose to be moved by fear? It's either with or by. If you're choosing to move by fear, then unfortunately, you've made the decision for Holy Spirit to sit down in your life. You've bounded God 
to your limitations, to this world. You've renewed yourself to the diagnosis of this world and the solutions that this world can only offer. So it's no longer a fight anymore. Now it's flight. Now it's time to flee. It's time to run away. Certainly not. Jesus Christ our Lord paid the price. And we know why he paid the price so that we would have a helper. Oh Lord Jesus, thank you. That from the moment we saw Holy Spirit just come down from heaven upon you. When you were standing there in the water with John the Baptist. And from that moment on we saw the miracles and the anointing of Holy Spirit working through you. The very manifestation of God Himself on earth, in Christ, the love, the faith, the power, all in one. That is our God now. That is who our God is. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Manifested within us. To overcome any situation. And Holy Spirit's ready. So I choose to be moved with fear that whatever tries to graft itself on me that I know because I am in Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit is for me and that no one can be against me and that my God is a good and perfect God and that whatever this fear is that we're facing that we know Jesus Christ took this on his body That we know Jesus Christ held that cross together with the weight of sin, with the weight of the shame, with the weight of the guilt, with the weight of the entire world on his body. Jesus held that cross together. The cross did not help my Lord, my Savior. The cross did not keep my Lord's body together. The cross did not do anything but just signify the piercing of what was left in this earth of the mark of where Jesus held it all together and brought it to the pit of hell where it belongs. Beloved, we died with Jesus Christ that day. And God said he deposited the same spirit that rose Christ Jesus from the dead within us. Beloved, there's no reason to fear. I understand that it's difficult. I understand that this situation looks bleak. I understand that the diagnosis of the doctors, of the therapist, whatever, is just bad news. But you have an opportunity. We have an opportunity. An opportunity to say, Jesus, you've paid for this. Jesus, you're my savior. An opportunity for you to say, Holy Spirit, I lay it down to you. I'm tired of carrying this. I can't do it anymore. Forgive me, I don't know why I carried it to begin with. I heard it, I experienced it. It keeps trying to come back. Holy Spirit is trying to put fear in me. But I'm thankful that Lord Jesus, you said that no matter what, 
I am in you. And from this, I will experience your goodness and your mercy. I will experience breakthrough. I will experience healing, restoration. I will experience overcoming this situation, this circumstance. I will experience supernatural peace. I will experience you, Father God, in such a personal way that I'm not going to be moved by fear, but I will be moved with this fear to accomplish what the true gospel of your goodness, of the abundant life, calls for. In Jesus' name, amen.